Welcome back to the NRV Business Spotlight on the WRAD Talk Network. Once again, New River Radio and Digital General Manager, Paul Johnson. Welcome back to Business Spotlight. Thank you so much for listening. I think you'll find the next few minutes really interesting, especially if you're a homeowner or desire to be a homeowner. We're going to talk about the air in your home and things that may be growing there, and hopefully not. But anyway, Andy Brady is with me right now. He is the owner of Green Home Solutions out of Roanoke, but certainly servicing the New River Valley. First of all, Andy, thank you uh, so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Uh, Definitely glad to be here. We're going to talk about Green Home Solutions and some of the things that uh, that that you guys do uh, to protect consumers in their home. But first of all, let's talk about you. Did you grow up wanting to be in mold remediation? Uh, how did you get to where you are today? I, I don't know that anyone could answer that question. Yes. Uh, no, I definitely did not. Uh, it's something I kind of stumbled in. Uh, I enjoy building sciences and uh, everything to do with construction of the home. Um, and I am a bit of a science nerd. So it was really interesting to make that transition and finding that there was an industry that really relied on the science behind the technology and the air quality and things like that um, that also correlate to building sciences to why do we build things certain ways why shouldn't we build things certain ways Um, and a lot of you know the things we were doing might not be the correct way going forward so you know how do we how do we change this industry in a way for the better so so where was your education in science or you just had the interest in science well my background actually comes from business and from sales okay um and so i was presented with the opportunity uh to open up a franchise for air quality business and uh frankly i did not know anything about it i was coming from the retail world Uh, i've been running retail shops for you know my entire life pretty much and um this really just made sense and so with quite a lot of training a couple years of training uh kind of shifted my focus away from retail um, to helping the consumer in their own home. So Green Home Solutions is the name of the company. Give me a broad stroke of the, the history and where all you service and a little bit about the company. So Green Home Solutions, uh, we're a franchise. Um, okay. So we have you know over 17 you know areas that span across all of Virginia. Uh, so we really help a lot of people in a lot of places. Uh, but Green Home focuses primarily on indoor air quality uh, and all aspects of indoor air quality. So, you know, a lot of people might be sick in their home and they might be sick in their office. They might feel terrible, you know, the third day of work and nothing to do with work. And it might actually be something wrong with the air quality. Or maybe they feel bad on Sunday. They've been home all weekend and they realize that maybe there's something in their air quality that's really negatively affecting them. And um, so we come in as a company and we can test for all kinds of things. You know, a customer will tell us what's wrong, you know, what symptoms they might have, what's going on in the home, maybe what somebody showed them in their own home. And we can try to get to the bottom of it, whether it's, you know, VOCs that are off gassing that could be making somebody sick, toxins, uh, molds, bacteria, different kinds of funguses, uh, even just pollutants, sometimes something like uh, dust mite waste and dander and pollen. Right, right. Yeah. And and again, you mentioned the word mold and we'll start there, I guess, is one of the things you guys do. And that's a scary word for a lot of people. And it should be because it's a dangerous thing. Yeah, it definitely can be. It, it, uh, you know, mold, some molds have a very similar uh, structure as some of the, you know, let's say mushrooms um, Mm -hmm. that people know you eat some mushrooms, you can get sick, you can die, you can have bad side effects. Right. Typically mold doesn't lead to anything quite that bad, uh, but it's typically not good for your health. Uh, In fact, there is no appropriate level of mold inside of your home just because it's not something that's good to be exposed to. Sure. 
So not like a CO2 where you, well, you're below acceptable levels with mold. You don't want anything. Absolutely. You know, CO2, it's a documented, this, these numbers to these numbers, you know, you're fine. These numbers, you're going to start getting, you know, issues. Mold, there's not necessarily a number. And we, we tell people all the time with all allergens, molds, things like that, it's more of a tolerance. You right. know, uh, I tell people all the time, you know, I can eat shellfish all day long. No problem. My daughter has one shrimp. We're taking it to the hospital. Mm. Right. So it's, it's not necessarily you can look at it and know exactly what's going to go on in the home and go on with the person, the people, you know, the pets that are in the home, Right. Uh, we really have to kind of test and we have to almost experiment to find out what is an acceptable level for the people living in this place. So the people that call you at Green Home Solutions and, and say, I think I got a problem here, is it, is, I, I mean, when do they, when would somebody know that this illness, because most of us, we get sick and we think, yeah, I'll be better in a couple of days. I, I mean, what should people watch for? What should they look out for? Uh, to determine this might be the cause of it. Well, the funny thing is, is uh, you know, we get asked all the time, like, what percentage of houses have mold? And I tell people, I, I can't honestly answer that question because sure. people don't call us until they think they have a problem. Yeah. And usually they think they have a problem because they can see a problem. Uh, you know, they're looking at their wall one day and they're like, why is this black and splotchy? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when they start to call us. Um, but a lot of times doctors will will point uh, people in a direction of getting an air quality expert in to do some testing, to do some inspections, to see if they can figure out what's going on. Um, maybe they've literally just Googled some of the some of the problems that they're having. Right. You know, maybe they had childhood asthma and it started coming back and they start Googling and they start to find that, you know, asthma, you know, childhood asthma and then late, you know, later in your life asthma can be from overexposure to mold. Um, or maybe they have a specific uh, marker in their medical file that might lead them to believe that they might have mold. So, for example, a uh, somebody with Lyme disease, you know, their body's already intolerant to a lot of toxins. Right. So what would normally be a normal level of mold, uh, perfectly acceptable for most people, they're going to be more susceptible to it. So usually when somebody calls us, it's they've got an odor in their house, they've got a smell in their house, they've just got that, that catch in their throat, that cough, you know, that lasts all night, and it only seems to happen at home. They go on vacation, it goes away, they come home, it comes back. Interesting. Now they want to know, is there something in my home that could be making right. me sick? And you figure in the summer and winter especially, you've closed your doors, uh, you know, and so there's no fresh air. Those are the times you might notice it the most. I Absolutely. The uh, the fresh air thing, you know, people are, people are scared to open up their windows, yeah. you know, and the HVAC system keeps you so comfortable. So yeah. why would you open up the windows? <laughs> so, you know, you get trapped in your home with elevated levels of CO2, with VOCs, with, with, you know, you paint your walls and when the odor, you know, you can smell it for days, but the VOCs come off of that paint for a very long time. Right. But you stop leaving your windows open after day two. So, you know, we're not as aware as we probably should be of some of the off-gassing of, you know, just everyday objects. A brand new couch comes in your house and it smells like a chemical. You unroll one of those mattresses that's shipped to you in the mail and it, it smells so bad you don't sleep on it for a day right. or two. And then you love it, but it's still putting something out into your air quality. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes it's just somebody notices something has changed in their life and they're, they're on a hunt to find a solution. And I would imagine the other circumstance that would cause your phone to ring more often is somebody selling a house or buying a house where they have an inspection and Absolutely. maybe they hadn't noticed it. Maybe it hadn't affected them physically, but somebody who can spot it says you got mold in the house. That, they, you know, so it's interesting. Uh, we always, I don't want to say laugh about it because it, it kind of stinks, but uh, well, Mold always stinks. But, uh, you know, what will happen is somebody will live in a home that's full of mold for the last 20 years of their life and they've never had an issue. And then they go to sell the home and the home inspector comes in and they find mold all in the crawl space, all in the basement, all over the joists, whatever it might be. And now people are spending 
it's pretty expensive to do remediation sure. and they're, yep. they're spending money to remediate a home that they're not going to live in. Right. So because they were unaware of this problem that's been in their home for maybe 10, 15, 25 years, you know, they could have been having the benefits of better air quality this entire time. But instead, they get rid of the house so that somebody else can enjoy the benefits of better air quality. Right. Uh, so it's kind of strange. This is Andy Brady, the owner of Green Home Solutions in Roanoke, serving the New River Valley and all across Virginia. So what do you do then? If somebody has mold, what, what are some of the treatments that you would do and recommend at that point? So, you know, it depends on the situation. Um, you know, a lot of times mold is a DIY project. Uh, more often than not, it's not a DIY project. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the times that we get called in most often. Somebody's been trying to solve this mold problem for a long time. It keeps growing back. You know, one of the big things people like to do is throw bleach or hydrogen peroxide sure. on it. And sounds reasonable. You know, to it me. sounds reasonable. It's a disinfectant. <laughs> Why doesn't it work? Um, when in fact, it actually feeds mold. Oh. So a lot of times we'll have people who come to us and, you know, I've been, I've been spraying the walls in my bathroom with bleach for you know, the last six months and it just keeps coming back and back and back and it keeps coming more and more. So that's when they call us. So, you know, it's up to us to find out why is the mold growing? You know, why is the fungal issue here? Um, And then is this something that the customer can resolve themselves? And if it is, we're out the door. We're mm-hmm. done. Um, you know, we, we very much, us and a lot of other companies, we really refuse to charge somebody for something that they should be doing themselves. Sometimes okay. it's just household maintenance right. that they should be handling on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, it's after an inspection, we find that this problem has gone past what the average homeowner can do. Or we're dealing with a type or a strain of mold that. It's dangerous to be around at all, let alone kicking up trillions of spores into your home. Sure. Um, and so it's kind of hard to come up with this idea of, let's say, a rule of thumb. I've heard people say, you know, if you can cover it up with a piece of paper, I can just take care of it myself. Um, and that's not really the case because it comes down to the type of mold. It comes down to, you know, why is it there? Why is it growing? So, mm-hmm. you know, if it does come down to the point where somebody needs professional intervention, um, you know, we, we typically offer turnkey solutions there. Uh, we are focused, you know, us at Green Home... Our job is indoor air quality. Uh, so we're not a construction company. We don't build anything. I, I don't want to build anything unless right. I'm at home in my workshop. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to build anything. So our job is to get the home where it's not adding moisture to the home, causing mold growth, uh, get rid of that issue. Then let's remove the mold under contained circumstances. And then let's treat the entire home for the allergens and the pathogens that are going to still be there to make sure that uh, we're basically resetting and refreshing the home. So it's like it was when it was first built. So right. that you're entering a clean environment. So anything that a customer consumer could be doing right now to prevent it? I mean, obviously, moisture prevention is probably a big thing. One of the biggest things that people can do to prevent mold is, uh, you know, when you run your air conditioning unit, it lowers your humidity. So a lot of times people will have their air conditioning unit set to 76, 77 because they're comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Um, The problem is the air conditioning unit's not going to run for long enough to remove enough moisture from the air. You realistically should be below about 55% humidity at all times inside of your home because anything over top of that, mold can actually just grow anywhere. Right. I mean, it can splotch up on the walls, on the drywall, on your furniture, on your clothes, whatever it might be. So, you know, not running the air conditioning enough is an issue. Uh, if you do like the house warmer or if the air conditioning unit's not maintaining that level of humidity you need, a, a dehumidifier, whether it's one that you go to a big box retail store and you purchase and you put in and you set it to 55 degrees, it drains itself. You never have to touch it again. Mm. Doing little things like that will keep mold from ever forming in your house. Right. Um, but at the same time, a lot of times people think that's the solution when they already have mold and it's not right uh you know the mold has to be resolved first right you, you can't just put an arm in a cast yeah you have yeah, to yeah. set the arm right then you put it in a cast yeah. uh, otherwise you're really not going to take care of the problem 
This is Andy Brady. He's the owner of Green Home Solutions in Roanoke, talking about the quality of air inside your home. One of the other services that I know you offer, and it was a new term to me 10, 12 years ago, is crawl space remediation. Yeah. Maybe it's been around <laughs> forever, but I became familiar with it, again, at a home inspection. Tell me about what that is. So, uh, you know, what is uh, code for a crawl space has nothing to do what is good for your indoor air quality. So, you know, for many, many years, even up until today, people are building crawl spaces with just a little bit of plastic over top of the dirt. They're opening up vents because the idea is if it's if it's ventilated from outside air, well, there won't be a problem. Sure. Uh, but anyone's ever looked underneath a deck knows that it gets covered in mold and algae and everything else, and it can breathe all day, every day. Mm. So, you know, the way that crawl spaces are built inherently are going to grow mold. And people are becoming much more aware of it now. They're they're starting to, you know, somebody will go down in to run a cable line or run a phone line. Well, I guess people aren't running phone lines anymore, but right, they're running yeah. some kind of power line, some <laughs> yeah, kind of exactly. something in the crawl space. And they're coming back up and they're telling the homeowner, hey, you've got cotton candy all over your joists, mm. you know. Uh, and then we might come in, run air quality testing and find that that cotton candy is not just in the crawl space, but, you know, 40% of the air in your home comes from your crawl space. So you might go up into your home and run air quality tests and find out you actually have extremely polluted air because of a section of your home that you thought was just off limits. It was somewhere you didn't have to worry about, didn't care about. So, you know, unfortunately, modern code still has people building homes in a way that's going to grow mold. Hmm. Um, the So it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Just based on the environment, it's going to yeah, happen. It's going to happen. If somebody calls us and they say, I've got a crawl space, it's got open vents, it's got a dirt floor, what are the chances I have mold? It's 100%. Right. Uh, I mean, there's practically no chance otherwise, unless they recently had it remediated. And then if they didn't put down plastic, it's just a matter of time before it grows back. Sure. So what, uh, what they have found is not just for air quality, but for energy as well. Uh, encapsulating a crawl space is when you essentially... It's almost like building a micro basement. Hmm. You know, you're laying plastic wall to wall, uh, taping over the plastic, sealing it to the wall so that nothing from the dirt, none of that organic material from the dirt can come up into the air quality. Closing up the vents, insulating the crawl space from the outside world, and then going ahead and conditioning the crawl space. And what that'll do is that will keep a lot of that air that's coming from your crawl space. When it comes into your home, it's already clean. It's not going to be harboring mold. It's not going to be growing these toxins and mycotoxins uh, and things like that. It's not going to have bacterial issues. You're also going to take care of your bugs. You're going to take care of your mice. You're going to take care of a lot of those issues by eliminating the moisture and the dirt that was down there. Um, And it's good for your energy usage. It's good for your air quality. Uh, It's good long-term, you know, for the home. Yeah. Are homes being built now with remediated crawl spaces or... You know, are they still being built with dirt? Uh, dirt, Both. Uh, yeah. So we come across uh, homes that are just exceptionally built that um, have plastic across the ground, and that's it, because that's what code says they can do. Right. Uh, and we're coming across homes that range in any any price range where a lot of times it's a contractor that's experienced this themselves, uh, or, or maybe they've talked to an indoor air quality expert, maybe they've done remediation in the past, and they, they start from the beginning. Let's go ahead and build this crawl space in a way that it's not going to negatively affect your home. Right. Um, and another huge benefit is an encapsulated crawl space is a conditioned section of your home. And if it's three and a half, four feet tall with a big enough door, Rubbermaid tubs all day long. Mm. It could be the best storage you could have. Sure. Whereas you store something in your attic, it's going to be 140 degrees in the summer. That's going to melt <laughs> your Christmas decorations. Yeah, that's exactly Put them in your crawl space instead where it's being conditioned and, and it's good air quality. Yeah. Andy Brady from Green Home Solutions talking about air quality in the home. You know, the other thing that uh, obviously affects air quality are odors and You know, again, I go back to selling a home. Uh, If you've had pets for years and years and years, if somebody was a smoker, 
Uh, I've walked into many homes that I was looking at and thought, nope, <laughs> not, not this one, you know, uh, with five seconds inside the home. But absolutely. you guys can address that. As absolutely. Well. So, uh, you know, we can address odors. Um, and, and you're absolutely right. You know, the, the, uh, your sense of smell really sets off this memory system going on in your brain. And the amount of people that take three steps into a home and turn around and walk out when it's on the market. Yeah. You know, a couple of years ago when you couldn't find a home, mm-hmm. you might settle for a home that smelled like grandma. Um, but, you know, nowadays, you know, we're already getting back to the point where people are saying, no, this was a cigarette smoker's home. You know, the smell of it alone turns my stomach. It, it makes me uncomfortable. The, right. the cat urine odor. So a lot of times we'll be called in to fix some of those things. And the number one thing that I can tell people is don't paint over the odor. Uh-huh. It will not work. Uh, you're going to go from being a very inexpensive odor remediation to an extremely expensive remediation. Um, a lot of times people will, you know, they'll have a smoker's home and they'll paint all the walls. And what they've done is they've trapped the oil from, you know, the tar and all of that behind the paint and it'll smell great or at least it'll smell like paint for six months. Right. And then the first warm day, the first time you run the heat, the first Start time the light heat up enough, and... suddenly you smell it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to remediate something you can't get to. Right. So that's when uh, what could have been an easy treatment and remediation now is let's literally rip all the drywall out of your house mm-hmm. because this is where the odor is coming from. Right. And that, I suppose, could be a health issue as well, could it? It can. So odors have a, a strange way of playing with people's you know senses. Uh, it's It's well beyond just... This doesn't smell good. Right. Some people have, you know, bad reactions to certain odors. Uh, some people, those odors are going to interact with what they're currently doing to, you know, start new issues that might arise. Uh, for example, it, it's known that people who grew up in a smoker's home that grew up with anxiety will attribute that odor with anxiety mm. again in the future. So maybe here we are 30 years later, they move into a new home. It was remediated for a cigarette smoke odor. Six months later, it gets hot outside. The house starts to smell like it again, and it triggers those anxiety issues to come back because there's something in their mind. Now, I'm right. not a doctor, so, you know, <laughs> take what I'm saying with a grain of well, salt. Well, you speak from experience. <laughs> I'm speaking so. from experience. That we've had people that just can't even go in certain rooms and houses uh, because of things like odors. Right. Andy Brady from Green Home Solutions talking about the air quality in your home and the other, you know, hidden one uh, is is from the ducts in your home, you know, uh, the, the cleaning of ducts and because and, anytime that I've ever looked at duct work, duct work like taking off a vent and looked inside, I don't like what I see. No, <laughs> you probably won't. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, ductwork cleaning is one of those things that uh, it's not one size fits all and it's not the right thing is right for everybody. One mm-hmm. of the common misconceptions is I open up my ductwork and I see dirt in there. It needs to be cleaned. Well, theoretically, dirt stuck in your ductwork is not entering your air quality. Okay. So just because ductwork is dirty does not mean that it must be cleaned, right? It's not necessarily negatively affecting the people inside. Um, but a very efficiently running HVAC system, when the air conditioning running is running, it's going to drop you know, the temperature, but it's going to raise the humidity drastically. And, you know, anytime the humidity is above 55%, you have the potential for mold growth. Right. And mold doesn't like to grow on plastic. It doesn't like to grow on metal. Uh, It doesn't like to grow on stuff that doesn't have any kind of food source for it. But if you've got dirt and dander and pollen and things like that stuck in your ductwork, and then you have 80, 90, 100% humidity blowing through there, um, the mold spores, they will land on that. And then they will grow on the dust that's in the ductwork. So again, just because you have a dirty ductwork doesn't mean it needs to be cleaned, um, but it's definitely something worth looking into because the problem that could happen because it's not kept clean could be much worse. Right. You know, a ductwork cleaning, you know, making up prices here, you know, four fifty to seven fifty, a thousand dollars depending on the system. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it got full of mold 
and polluted your entire home, and now you've got couches and furniture and belongings that are all covered in mold, you know, your, your cost to fix the issue is now not just ductwork cleaning. It's also we need to remove the latent mold spores. We need to remove the potential new growth that's happened all over the home. Right. You're telling me how the sausage got made here, and I don't want to know some of these things. You know, it is. Again, it's it's a lot of what we're talking about here are unseen things that yep. you don't even know exists until you, A, get sick from it, B, want to sell it, or, or C, consciously think, you know what, I, I've lived here 10 years, we've never done anything. Uh, let's take a peek at, at what may be lurking underneath. Absolutely. One of, the, one of the first times people get ductwork cleaning is before the house is done being built. Uh, you know, when you've got contractors in your home, they shouldn't, but a lot of times they've taken the vent covers off. There's no filter in the HVAC system, and it's the middle of the summer, and they're working on drywall. Right. What are they going to do? They're going to cut the air conditioning to 62 degrees. Their ductwork is going to be damp. It's going to be humid, and they're going to be kicking up so much dust it's going to enter that ductwork. Mm. So you buy a brand new home that just got finished a month ago, and the ductwork is already completely full of dust. Meanwhile, you think you're good to go you because it's all brand new. It's brand new. How mm-hmm. could it possibly be a bad right. thing? Yeah. Um, and eventually, at some point in time, it's not a matter of, you know, if it's a matter of when, will that mold start to grow? Right, right. So Green Home Solutions, so what would be my first step? If, uh, you know, obviously I know what to do if I'm not feeling well. I know what to do if I'm going to sell the home. What if I'm just concerned and just want to find out? Is that something that you offer? Absolutely. So, um, you know, every every one of our inspectors are certified, independent, board certified, um, indoor air quality experts. So they know how to find what's going on in the home, why is it happening, and come up with a, a solution plan. Uh, even if the solution doesn't involve us. There's a lot of things we actually don't do specifically Mm -hmm. for remediation. So, for example, if there was a lead problem in your home, that's not something we're going to handle. We don't do asbestos either. Uh, We typically try to handle the more organic stuff, like mold, that will get worse over time instead of kind of remain the same. Right. Um, But when we're brought in to, to... kind of address somebody's household, their office building, whatever it might be. Uh, We want to figure out what's going on and help give you a plan of action of what to do. So, you know, if somebody's thinking about getting an inspection, um, I do, I would love to hear their call. Uh, They just call Green Home Solutions and set up a time. Uh, Our inspections are actually free if there's any kind of suspected mold uh, or anything like that. Uh, We do run air quality testing when need be. We throw it off, we send it off to an independent third-party laboratory who actually does the analysis, so it's not us doing it. Um, But we can collect those samples and we can try to figure out what in your home is is not making you feel well. Did I ask about radon? Do you guys do that as well? We do not. So um, radon is definitely something that people should get tested. Um, and I'm not a radon expert. So, okay. you know, what I'm saying, take it with a grain of salt. But radon's more of a prolonged exposure type of issue, right. uh, lung cancer style issue. So it's not the kind of thing that people would walk into a home and then leave an hour later and say, wow, that home had elevated levels of radon. Right. Um, it's the kind of thing that because they've not taken care of this problem, um, they're being overexposed to it for a very long time. And if you live in Virginia and you have a basement or a space, I highly recommend that you test it for radon. We have radioactive material in our soil. It's going to naturally come up and then your home is going to collect it like a big tent. And a home inspector is going to test for that. Exactly. Home inspectors are going to test for that. And there's some fantastic companies around town. It's it's not ridiculously expensive to to get it taken care of, to get that that radon. And another benefit of radon uh, mitigation is it actually removes soil gases as well. So Mm. some of the off-gassing that soil naturally does will help to get you know, eliminated because of the radon system. Yeah. This is Andy Brady. He's the owner of Green Home Solutions in Roanoke, talking about the air quality in your home. Anything that we haven't touched on, Andy, that uh, people should know about, about what's 
in their home, what they should be concerned about or aware of. Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the big things is just common allergens. Uh, people think that if they're not allergic to something, it's not necessarily a problem for them. Um, but there's a couple issues with that is typically your first allergic reaction doesn't happen from your first exposure to something. It, it, it a lot of times comes because of overexposure to something. So just because you don't have an allergy to bees doesn't mean you want to go poking a bee's nest. Right. And it's the same same situation. You know, the more that you can eliminate the allergens in your home, then the less that your body has to process, the less that your body's having to fight off before something real comes along that now you have to deal with. So, you know, people don't think about things like dust mites. So dust mites, you know, going to gross out your audience here, but they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. If there's skin cells or dander, there are dust mites and there's millions and millions of them. And, um, you know, doing things to protect your mattress, swapping out and getting a new mattress occasionally, uh, things like that will help to eliminate a lot of these allergen sources because it's actually not, you're not allergic to a mite. You're allergic to the waste that they've left behind. Mm. So if that doesn't get people changing their sheets more often (laughs) and doing something to their mattress, I don't know what will. Right, yeah, um, exactly. Because it's, it's honestly pretty gross. But, you know, pollen, you know, allergens such as dander, skin cells, uh, random yeasts that might come from outside, mushroom spores, things like that, they can be filtered out. Uh, if you have the right equipment, um, you know, if, if you take the right procedures in your house, you can actually strive to make cleaner air quality. Similar to if you had an aquarium, you know, if you get a better filtering system, it's going to keep the water cleaner. Your right. fish are going to be healthier. Uh, if you could look at your air and see how dirty it was, like mm. you can look at aquarium water and see how dirty it is, you'd, you'd probably be rushing out to buy something real quick. Yeah. And the number one thing is don't just buy the first thing you see and don't buy the most expensive thing you see because a lot of the products for indoor air quality, uh, you know, air scrubbing devices, filtering devices, uh, you know, salt rocks, a lot of these things may or may not be able to achieve the goal that you have. Right. I'm not going to say they don't work, but you know, if they're only going to filter out something the size of a skin cell, then they're not going to help with your pollutants that are much smaller. Mm. This is Andy Brady. He's the owner of Green Home Solutions. How do we get in touch with uh, Green Home Solutions? What's the best way to reach out? Um, so you can reach out to us any way possible. We have tried to make ourselves as available <laughs> as possible. We are on Facebook Messenger. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter or X now, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're on WhatsApp. You can text us. You can call us. Uh, we have local numbers in all the areas that we, we do work. Um, and you just reach out to us. And one of our inspectors will typically be the one that answers the phone. They'll tell you when their next available date is. And they'll come out and set up an inspection. Terrific. Green Home Solutions. Andy Brady, thank you for just enlightening us on... Absolutely. What's lurking inside of our house? Yeah. Uh, and you don't have to live that way. That's the, <laughs> you don't that's what have, we have to live that and way. And don't wait until you're selling your house. Make your air clean right now. You got kids, for guys' sake. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Andy, thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Business Spotlight on WRAD and the WRAD Talk Network. We'll see you next Saturday at 11 a.m. This has been the NRV Business Spotlight on WRAD. If you missed any of today's program or any past program, find it online at WRADradio.com. And listen next Saturday morning at 11 for the next NRV Business Spotlight on the WRAD Talk Network.